Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this October 4th Sunday in the year 2020. And welcome to worship at Sayville Congregational United Church of Christ, where we like to say you are welcome long before you arrive. We are in the process of updating our media and technology. So we will be doing a voiceover today of some of this morning's worship to try and give you a sense of what took place this morning, some of the things that were spoken, some of the prayers that were read, the readings that we did, the offering at the time of communion. Unfortunately, we do not have music to share with you that James sang for us. I can tell you it was a blessing to have James back with us and making it possible for Sean to get some well-deserved time away. And we look forward to Sean's returning to us next week on October 11th. So I began today with this message for youth. Here's what I said. I have no idea what this time has been like as you have returned to school. Whether you have returned to school locally or at a distance, I want to acknowledge what we all know. This has been a tough time. You are going through something no one else has gone through before. And yet there is no question how capable, how smart you all are to figure out a way to make it work. Still, I just want you to know that no one has had to go through education under the conditions of a pandemic like this ever. Whether you have a spiritual t tradition, whether you go to church, or maybe you go for walks, maybe you play music and you find spirituality there, maybe in the arts, at school, or of your own creation, the pets you care for, social activism, your family, video games, friends, wherever you find the spirit that moves in your life, we want you to know how all those ways of being who you are are so important right now and that we honor every way that you do all you can to hold on to the spirit and the creativity and the energy that is in you that, that we believe God has given you because that's not going to go away and that's what's going to get you and everyone else through this. So when it's tough and when it's hard, reach out to somebody, your family, your friends. You're welcome to call me or the church. We'll figure out anything we can to help, even if it's just a listen. But you are going to get through this, and you're going to take this world into the place that is next for all of those who are going to follow you. It's hard. But you have some wonderful opportunities to make amazing contributions, and we are with you. And if you're a bit older than youth, if you're the ones that are doing the teaching, if you're the ones that are taking care of their families, you've seen a lot of the difficulty of these times, too. We are all familiar with the spikes in hurtful behavior that are taking place in some domestic situations, an increase in substance abuse, 
feelings of sadness and depression, even people finding themselves for the first time or perhaps in a more increased way feeling like they might want to hurt themselves. If there is anything like this going on or anything like this happens to cross your mind, please let somebody know. There is nothing to be ashamed of feeling like this, thinking like this, dealing with this. It's a tough time, and together we can help one another through. We love you, we care about you, and we are here for you. So please call if you need some help. And if there is ever a situation that's an emergency, that's dangerous, the first thing you do is you call 911, okay? And then just a quick word to parents and teachers and guardians and grandparents in general. Thank you, thank you, thank you for caring and for all that you are doing in the midst of these enormous challenges. I can't imagine. But at the same time, or maybe and at the same time, let me say that Boy, there couldn't be more important of a time for you to be who you are for those you love and care for. As bizarre as these times are, we asked God to use us, and it seems like we've hit the jackpot. So we're here to help you too. We'll do all that we can. But please know how grateful we are to you for being there, the heroes and the sheroes for the people you love and care about and that we love and care about too. So thank you. I also want to take a minute or two. I know this is a little bit out of order today. But it seems like this is where we need to start. So as we begin today, we come to worship with a world of questions this morning, don't we? And we hold the world, all the peoples of the world, all the nations, and all the leadership in our prayer, especially the leadership of our country. My role as pastor, my place, my call with you is in part to do my best to be a bringer of comfort and care to you, not as the resource of that, but as the one who helps to stir it so that you find it stirred in yourself and in the next person and the person next to you stirs it and we stir it in each other and we keep stirring it so that eventually it's stirred up so much that it's spread everywhere as best as we can, near and far. We walk with each other and we bring comfort and care to each other. And it's contagious in a way that can beat any virus. We know as a community of faith that we walk with everyone. We walk with those feeling well, feeling ill. We walk with family members, neighbors, friends, with strangers. Some strangers a little more strange than others. We walk with them too. We walk with all of those who suffer from COVID-19, who are experiencing the terrible, terrible loss, the suffering that this nation and the world has gone through. We walk with those who are sick, will be sick, recovering, 
And that includes those who lead us in different ways, including the leadership of this nation, including President Trump, the First Lady, and those around them. We walk with them too, whether, whether it's easy or hard to love others, we walk with them. Whether we are in agreement or disagreement with others, we walk with them. Whether we see others as a part of the solution or a part of the problem, we walk with them and their families when we experience what we are going through. That's what reminds us that there's something greater here than what we're going through. And so when we gather today in real time, we pray to the God of all, and we ask for that God's grace and healing. We pray to you, God, for your comfort and your strength, for compassion that separates us from ever wishing anyone ill, no matter how angry, even rightfully angry, we may be. And all this we ask among the many reasons we are here, here with others all around the globe, in prayer and worship, from communion today at this table into the tabernacles of Sukkoth and beyond. And we are here, never alone, walking with one another, all of one another, filling ourselves with the joy that comes from knowing how free we are to love and the freedom and the joy that comes from reaching into that place, especially in the most difficult of times. So with these words this morning, let us begin our worship together. Amen. We have added some short audio tracks, which are not the tracks that James played today. We hope you enjoy them. Thank you, Jenna, for being our liturgist today and for opening us with this call to worship. May we and all your people be remembered and inscribed in the book of life and blessing, peace and prosperity, for a happy life and for peace. Blessed is the Eternal, the source of peace. Come, all, from wherever you may be, and join us together in worship and praise.
Jenna continues with today's unison prayer. It comes from the Talmud, Megillah. Peace, happiness, and blessing, grace and love and mercy, may these descend on us all and all the world. Bless us, our Creator, one and all, with the light of your presence, for by that light, O God, you have revealed to us the law of life, to love kindness and justice and mercy, to seek blessing, life, and peace. Please, bless us all with enduring peace. Praised be the Eternal One, who blesses us all with peace. Baruch Atah Adonai. Shalom. And here, as we do always, we remind ourselves about the assurance of God's love for us. It may be apparent in all sorts of ways, but there's also a good chance that during times like this, the assurance of God's love is in those moments when we wonder how we're going to get through, and we do. Because God's love shows up in a call, in a thought, with a prayer, with a friend, with a kid who looks up at you with those eyes that reminds you of, of course, God's love is here. And even with the words of the psalmist that we will read in a while, that says that whether a word is spoken or not, God's presence is everywhere. So, with the sense of that presence of God everywhere and the look of the child in the eyes you see, whether it be an adult or a youngin, in all of those places, in all the different places you know and the calls you make and the people you see, be assured of God's love because we are here, because God's love is here. And so with that in mind, let us reach deep down inside and come up with a heart as we share one another the peace of Christ. May the peace of Christ be with you all here and at home and also with you. Jenna now brings us today's reading from Psalm 19 taken from Nancy Merrill's Psalms for Praying. The heavens declare the glory of the Creator the firmament proclaims the handiwork of love. Day-to-day -day speech pours forth, and night-to-night -night knowledge is revealed. Yet there is no speech, nor are there words, or a voice to be heard. Still does their music resound through all the earth, and their words echo to the ends of the world. The law of love is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of love is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of love are right, rejoicing the heart. The authority of love is pure, enlightening the eyes. The spirit of love is glorious, enduring forever. The rights of love are true, awakening compassion. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold. But who can discern their own weaknesses? Cleanse me, O God, from all my hidden faults. Keep me from boldly acting in error. Let my fears and illusions not have dominion over me. Then I shall be a beneficial presence, 
freely and fully surrendered to your love. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart find favor in your heart, my beloved, my strength, my joy. Psalm 19's closing words are the same that many ministers, pastors, rabbis, preachers will use before their comments in worship. You've heard them before. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart find favor in your heart, my beloved, my strength, my joy. You may remember that my first official Sunday here was on January 18th, 2017, two days before the inauguration of our president. Whatever I thought I knew about serving a congregation as pastor was about to be part of a ride we have all shared in and out of church since. Aside from everything, I like the way that Bill Bruni closed his opinion piece in the New York Times on Thursday with, I just want us to be better. I just want us to be better. You know, I thought about that. And it occurs to me that I would add this. I want us to remember that we are better. Not to let anything creep in that ever tells us we are otherwise. It's not true. We are better. That's the Emmanuel, the God within us, every day, better Every day, that's God in us. We are better. Congregational life lifts us up, and it lifts this up. It does many things, but somehow when we come together, whether in person or via the technology, our better selves, or better angels, if you like, somehow are lifted up. And this all happens in a way that is well beyond anything symphonic. It's a chorus that blends all our personal and individual journeys into an orchestration, one creation that honors every voice, every instrument, because each, each one is a call to another, and then another, and then another. And the better grows and grows and we help each other with their betterment. It's how it works. It's the greater than all that we are that we tap into when we're together. And the psalmist affirms this in ways, well, I wish I had written them. The psalmist says, The heavens declare the glory of the Creator. The firmament proclaims the handiwork of love. Day to day, speech pours forth, and night to night, Knowledge is revealed, and not a word is spoken. Not a word is spoken. Everything comes out of this kind of silence. And for the human race that loves its devices and communication, this puts everything into perspective. If we take time to pause and to touch that silence. And so we pause today. We take a moment and come to the table before us. We celebrate our journey together to this place in Kairos, that is, 
God's time with one another, all of one another, in betterment, in love, with our better angels, the God within us. We come together now, first for a moment of silence, and then to the table. And before we move to the table, we pray. We are a praying congregation. Our prayer informs us of all sorts of things, including the actions that we take to follow up on the inspiration and the discernment that comes out of prayer. Prayer is where so many of us begin to open up to what it is that God has in mind for us, even if that's not exactly how we understand it. Prayer does that. And so we hold all the prayers close. We bring hearts filled with petitions and thoughts and joys and concerns. And we embrace them all in in a cosmic blanket of prayer and joy and hope. It covers all things. It, it comes from those watching through the camera to us today and we to you and us to one another. It just works. So please take a pause and bring to mind those prayers that you hold quietly. Lift them up. And so now with these things in our mind and in our hearts, we pray the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Saying as we do, Creator God who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us as we try to forgive others. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from temptation. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Friends, this is the table, the tabernacle, the centers of all worship. It is the place that faithful those yearning to be faithful, hoping for better selves, thank you for better others, prayerful for all. This is where we come. And all of these things and so much more is what Jesus brought to the table on that night and other nights as he looked out at his friends and perhaps at us in the shadows yet to be. And whether he spoke these things or not, it was and continues to be that his words are heard. Words like, the law of love is perfect, reviving the soul. 
The testimony of love is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of love are right, rejoicing the heart. The authority of love is pure, enlightening the eyes. The spirit of love is glorious, enduring forever. The rights of love are true, awakening compassion. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold. And I am sure that as the disciples looked at Jesus, probably in the same way we look into the eternity of what love is, he likely smiled at their puzzlement of it all. His puzzlement reflecting their fixation on this lowly power they hoped to overtake, the ones the Romans used to dominate them. And maybe as he understood all this and looked at them and the expressions on their face, he nodded a little bit as he said, Listen, hear what I am saying. You will understand in time. Just remember, when you gather, think of these words I speak and all that I have taught you and all that you have seen. More will be revealed, I promise. Just remember me, okay? This night, this time we share that will continue in ways you cannot possibly expect. And every time you break bread, every time, pause. Every time you take a drink, pause. And remember to try and do all you do in some way in remembrance of me. And the Spirit will be there to help you so that you will never be alone. So, tonight, let us eat and drink together in this promise we make of a new life from our lives together, a covenant for the world and all time that causes us to pause and remember we can be better. We've been taught how. We know what it is to be better. And so they ate and wondered as they ate and laughed and, and they sensed the gravity of it all and perhaps even a deeper sense of joy that just seemed to be everywhere in spite of it all. And they gave thanks in prayer and maybe they said something like this, we thank you, dear God, for arms full of life, for hearts full of hope, eyes full of wonder. We hold our hands open to receive those you send to us. Our feet are ready to dance with the world, teaching and learning as we go. Our souls are yearning for what you will reveal to us. Our knees are ready to honor your mystery. We come to you with gratitude and thanks in these ways and more, and always in remembrance of you. And so we take the bread and the cup again, as we have before, and we continue to break bread and to drink from the cup and to pause and to remember to do these things in remembrance of you. To be our better selves for the better world you have called us to be a part of. Amen.
So friends, thank you for being with us today. And may your blessing, our blessing, the blessing we share together be that we go out into this world ready to take a pause, to see the other better, to find the better in ourselves, so that we can bring the joy in the world to bear on the many challenges that we face, never forgetting who and whose we are. Go in peace to love and serve God in all the ways you know God and each other in all the ways you can. Amen. And I want to thank Mark, who rang the bell at this time, and James, who played a wonderful version of You Will Never Walk Alone, which is really the undercurrent of the theme today that we are not alone in all of these things. So, with James's permission, Sean sang this a while ago for us. I will play that here. And I invite you to go online to www.savilleucc.org if you wish to see today's bulletin or to review today's slides. And we look forward to seeing you when we do. And thank you again for joining us. God bless you all. Amen. When you walk through a storm, keep your chin up high and don't be afraid of the dark. At the Yo!